Hello and welcome to Case Reopened, the number one Detective Conan rewatch podcast. I'm Tyler, she's Colleen, and we're talking about Detective Conan episode 220, The Client Full of Lies, part one. This client lies so much, Colleen, that they needed two episodes to cover all all her lies. She's just full of them. She reminded me a lot of you. (laughs) Okay. Now, I lie for comedic effect. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like your hatred of uh, of high. Oh, that's one hundred percent genuine. Oh, I can't lie. I don't have a very good poker face either, but nobody cares because this is an audio broadcast. Well, poker face is more. That's more uh, Kaido Kids territory. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which you guys can listen to us talk about <laughs> over on the on Patreon. The, yeah. So this episode originally aired on January 15th, 2001, and the Conan's Hint Colleen was morning newspaper. When's the last time you read a newspaper? Oh, I, it's been ages. <laughs> I don't, I don't know when I, I don't, we don't even, we never had the- Way to support local journalism, Colleen, wow. Yeah, not, not my, uh, not my style, really. <laughs> <laughs> what, supporting local coverage? Like, uh. No, just- the news <laughs> they don't pass the test of uh, the fashion corner no <laughs> she says, that's so 2000 and late <laughs> so this episode begins with Kogoro watching horse racing and there's a woman calling his office and he's like oh he's blowing her off but after losing the race and getting a very stern look from Ron he agrees to meet up with her hold Ron was not having her father today. He must have not taken work for a minute. Yeah, but I don't blame her. I mean, this is like you take Kogoro in his natural habitat, like just a snapshot of a day in the life, and this is what you get. Yeah, Ron yells at her father to do his work, and Kenny then asks about who called. Kogoro says it was an older woman. And then he does an impersonation, and he's like, Oh, can you help me find my long-lost love, please? And he's mocking her, and they get a knock at the door. You know, Kogoro makes it sound like he gets so many clients like this, but, and yet, like, none of the episodes are about these types of clients. Well, that's the non-episode clients. That's right, because there's just so much time in these characters' <laughs> lives to have also clients outside of all the, like, murders and thefts that they deal with. Ron greets the client, um, but Kogoro finds her beautiful and is suddenly very much more interested. Even Conan remarks about her beauty calling. Yeah, like, she's a big deal, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I might just be the Japanese beauty standard, but like in a in like the anime world they live in, she didn't look particularly more pretty than anybody else. And like I yeah, I would have the, to agree with show. that. I, okay, like if I'm being true, <laughs> like if I'm being truthful, um, I don't think that the hairstyle was doing her any favors. Yeah, that's probably it. Um, and uh, Kokoro gets all dressed up for the occasion. <laughs> the he best. disappears. And he comes out in a white suit. What do you think about his suit, Colleen? He had like a, a red shirt underneath. What, what do you think about the, the, his fashion choice here to impress? Oh, I mean, for Kogoro, this is 10 out of 10 because it's just so cheesy and so him. Uh, yeah, it was great. 
lots of lots of fun. He apologizes for making her wait, and uh, he has Ron fetch some drinks. He's really <laughs> trying to lay on the charm. It's here. like Ron drink. Turns out the woman Shizuka Ikanami is looking for someone she knew in middle school, as both of them were involved in kendo. However, since he moved before graduation, information on him is minimal in the yearbook and at the school. She then shows a photograph of the man, and uh, it features him holding up a gold cup after a kendo competition. She says his name is Shibata Shiru, and we see a younger version of the woman in the photo, and she says it is 30 years old. Kegaro is shocked by this, but I figured he would have told, like, knew the age by her hairstyle. <laughs> Maybe, you know... This was, what, 2001, and, like, the manga, when this was written, was probably, like, mid-90s. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe they just had funky hairstyles back then. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see, you know, if they were to do this episode today, if the hairstyle would stay the same. Kegger is shocked that she's turning 42, and he's like, so... Can you tell me about hobbies? And she starts answering for the guy, but he's like, no, you. So, I don't know. This is just so funny to me because Kogoro's like, yeah, it was this older lady. And now all of a sudden, like, you know, oh, I'm so shocked that by your age. And, like, Kogoro's the same age, roughly, presumably. Well, I think I think he's shocked in a good way. Yes. Yeah. He wants a woman around his age. She says, Not that he uh, doesn't knitting. have one. Like, oh my gosh, he's still married. <laughs> wow, they're separated. Uh, she says she enjoys knitting as she makes a lot of sweaters. And Kegger says, that's a perfect hobby. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ron keeps chiming in, which is real fun. And she's like, you know, mom likes to knit as well. <laughs> now, just to be clear, I'm not laughing at the hobby of knitting. I'm laughing at the fact that Kogro is like oh my gosh it's perfect like he just agrees with everything this woman is saying he wants a woman that will knit him a sweater yeah who doesn't want that don't we all exactly Jeez. i mean sonico um, sonico's also knitting sweaters see, in this yeah. series it's very traditional she then reveals that she's a bad cook and shows off bandages on her fingers and character says well this is fun since doesn't he always make like didn't he hasn't he made jokes about aries cooking being yes bad? Okay, so and he goes, "What does that matter? Women with weaknesses are more attractive anyway." Yeah, whatever you say, Kogro. I mean, maybe that's what attracted him to Ari in the first place. She says she has a lot of weaknesses, which is likely why she's still single at her age. And Kogro gets right in her face, and he yells, "You're single! It's hard to believe men haven't noticed such a beautiful and honorable woman." They must all be blind. Everyone says, yeah, she's great. It's just like the person who split from my mother. What were they thinking? Oh, Ron. <laughs> Ron's always going to be an advocate for her mom when, whenever like this kind of stuff happens with her dad. But surely, this is kind of a, just the way she phrased it, and it might have just been the fan subs, but it's not like he split from her. It was Eerie that left. I believe. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Kagura is leaving anybody. <laughs> he seems to be the clinger on, if anything. Are you suggesting that um, Kagura is the desperate one in this yes. relationship? 
The woman begins coughing and says her throat isn't very well as she's allergic to dust and Ron was just cleaning. They decide to move locations and Conan looks at her suspiciously. He just, he doesn't trust or respect women calling this whole kid. <laughs> yeah, no, that snarky brat. So they go down to the coffee shop downstairs and she reveals that she wants to find a picture of her holding the championship plaque. And she, she mentions that her grandmother accidentally threw the award away a few days ago. So then she thought about it and she was like, I should get that photograph. <laughs> okay. This is, this is so it weird. is, it's mind boggling. Like, I don't know if I would go to the trouble of getting a photograph from 30 years ago. Kegaro asks why he has the photo and she reveals that she was using it as a bookmark while reading a book that she borrowed from him and forgot about it. Until Every... recently. <laughs> yeah. 30 years later. However, he already moved by the time she remembered. Kegaro excited that she isn't looking for her first love and they order drinks. She mentions that he used to call her Reiko as there is a character in the book that had a personality like her. Kegaro bemoans not having much information she mentions that maybe she could have used the brilliant high school detective Shinichi Kudo instead. She says that she's heard that Kudo comes to Kogoro's office regularly, but Kogoro says that brat won't be of any help. <laughs> and then uh, Conan's wondering if the black organization have also heard about him coming to the, the Mori detective agency. So, uh... Nice reminder of uh, danger being around. Yeah, nice reminder of the actual plot to this series. <laughs> That's how you can tell it's a, uh, a manga case and not an anime original, because they, ha they have the slightest tie-in to the uh, overall right. plot yeah. line. Conan then asks about the man having won the kendo tournament and says he must have attended some competitions that were recorded. So Kogoro makes some calls, and he finds out some more information on Shizuka Ikanami, revealing that he still participates in tournaments and is a physical education teacher at Shizuka High School. Not to be... It's so close to his name. His name is Shiz Shizuka, <laughs> and this is Shizuka. So. <laughs> it's like the school is named after him. Or he's yeah. just like, I have to work at this school because he has to work there. the name... He uh, lives by the school at an apartment building nearby with his wife. So uh, we're not going to get a love story here. No, no second Probably a chance. murder story. Romance. Uh, Kegura then goes to rent a car, but Conan says he's co confused by the woman as she is full of lies. That's just any woman, Conan. <laughs> get with the picture, Conan. Like, get with the program. Yeah. No, Conan, like, this is so well done um, with Conan, at least, because... You're just like, okay, it's a little bit of a weird situation going on, but whatever, I'll roll with it. But Conan's there to remind you, like, no, this, there's something afoot here. And you're just, like, watching the entire time. You're like, I don't know what it is, Conan. Stop being smarter than me. So, yeah. So, while you were watching this, did you remember who this woman was from, like, the first time you saw her? Or how was how, how this? <laughs> so, I ended up watching this twice. Um, the first rewatch, if you will. Um, I vaguely remembered, but I wasn't like 100% sure. I was like, I think I know who it is. Um, but by the second time I rewatched it in preparation for today, I was like, okay, I know who it is. So knowing who she is um, makes a world of difference. Like you can pick up on a lot of the things that Conan's picking up on. 
He then says that she has lied about everything she said and wonders if she is hiding her identity or what her end game is. Could it possibly be a murder? Hmm. I guess we'll um, find out. So yeah, for me watching this, um, like I remember the character, so I know who she is, but I have no clue why. Like she's searching for this guy mm-hmm. or what this yeah. picture is about. Like I know the Kendo connection, so like that makes sense. Like that she would be involved with Kendo, but like other than that, I'm like completely lost. So I'm curious to see how this all ties yeah. together. So as I well. I remember the reason, and it's almost it's kind of a little bit obscure. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about it more in the second part. So they arrive at the man's address that night, but they don't get an answer when they ring the doorbell. They decide to come back later, but Shibata's friend, Yoshikawa Takazu, runs into them. He looks like a winner, right? Oh yeah, he, he, this guy, like, if you need an idol to look up to, this is the guy. This is who you want to be. He looks like everybody's, like, scumbag neighbor. He does. And so I was suspicious of him for the longest time in this episode because it's just like he shows up out of nowhere as if, like, oh, my gosh, we have witnesses now. Great. I can now do my thing. Like, I thought I... <laughs> Anyways, don't want to give anything away, but it was totally sus when he showed up and was like, oh, yeah, let's yeah, just walk into suspicious. this apartment because the door's open. Yeah, he's like... Oh, hey, Shabbat is coming to my place later for Mahjong. And then he just walks over. He opens the door that was unlocked. They hear the TV is on and they walk inside. Yoshikawa calls out for his friend. And Kogre notices that food on the table is half eaten and the soup is cold. And while he's looking for his friend, um, Shibata's wife, Kyoko, then appears and she has like the realistic reaction to like four <laughs> different strangers being in her place and she's like what the hell are you doing i'm gonna call the police why are you in my house that's fair um, that but, is totally fair yeah um but yoshikawa yells out what's wrong <laughs> um in the other room so everybody rushes to him and they find shibata bloodied on the head <sighs> And he's holding a photo in his right hand. And uh, Conan, the little rascal, he uh, takes a look at the Gets photo. his little napkin out, his pic- handkerchief, like, oh, I can't get fingerprints <laughs> on it. And it's the photo of Shizuka. What are the odds? There are so many S names in this. <laughs> okay, so. So the woman. What? The photo she was looking for is in the dead man's hand. That's awkward. Yeah. It's almost like somebody planned this. But surely just a coincidence. Yeah, let's go with that. As Kogura tries to explain later on. Maybe it was a suicide. <laughs> so, we get our boy Sango Yokomizo up here. Oh, yeah. Have we met his brother yet? No. He's later. I think he shows up... Um like a Chinese restaurant episode. I think that's his first appearance. Has to be soon, right? Mm, I'm not even sure. I think in the 300s, like early 300s. That's not that soon. Let's see. Yeah, maybe. Let's confirm that information. It's Jugo. When does he first appear? Episode 284. Chinatown Deja Vu in the Rain. So you're right about the China. 
That was a good memory. Well, yeah, totally off about the episode number, but whatever. I have a half photographic memory. (laughs) (laughs) Very impressive. Yeah, so, it's interesting. So we'll meet him in a bit. Yeah. I I take it. I take it you You like. uh, I think you've talked about uh, it a couple of times. Well, I like both of them, but it's just fun having one of them like love Kagero and the other one just like hold him and detest. That's true. It's just fun. It's a fun relationship. I like all the different police officers. I like the uh, the dorky one, uh, Yamamura. He's probably my favorite. He's so terrible at his job. Um, I don't think you met the Nagane police force yet, have you? Uh, Kansuke Yamato, he has one eye. I don't... He has a big scar. Mm, mm, I don't think so. The only one I'm... Like, the... Who is he? He's he like has a, a messed up leg, something? so he has to walk with a crutch. Okay, no, I don't think I've met bad. that one. Because I've met, like... He appears in episode five, six. All right, no, <laughs> then I have not. There are so many like characters that have been in like all these episodes that like you like just appear five hundred episodes. This anime is ridiculous. Like, there's so many characters. Like, oh my god, it's just too much. Like, the detective. <laughs> there's they introduce a female high school detective, Sarah, mm-hmm. and. God only knows when she first... Like, she was appearing like, 900 or something. Yeah. 800. Sorry. Oh, 900. no. 646. Oh. That's yeah, but I'm... Earlier. Okay. So, what... Okay, afterwards, when... How far, like... Is there a, a skip in her appearance? Like, I don't... Like, does she all of a sudden appear in every episode? She becomes, like, a regular cast member, huh. yeah. I'm, I'm very but, uh, interested to see how that works out. Because it's almost like having too many high school detectives is also too much at times. Yeah, it's it's the the way they shuffle characters in and out. So they have like those characters that will appear for like be important for like one like main storyline, right. and then they kind of get ushered out. Like, uh, like that kid, I always, I can't remember Isa. What's his name? Oh, uh, Ice K. Is that his name? The kid with glasses yeah. who I actually thought was a girl yeah. at first. He's, he's terrible. Like, too, like he's so pretty. I'm very glad that they ushered yeah, him out. Yeah, I'm like, okay, thanks, but <laughs> your time is done. Yeah, he he appears for like a hundred. He, he there's like a hundred episode span where he's very important, and <laughs> they just throw him away, never to be seen again. Yeah, I guess he wasn't too popular. Yeah, but then like there's other characters like the Nagano police force, where like they just get added into the like reoccurring character pile to where like every like 50 chapters or episodes you're like oh it's one of their episodes okay so like uh it's it's very wild how many different ways the uh tangled web goes oh man and then there's zero okay oh my let's God. <laughs> don't get me much. started with him because um I don't like he has like a bunch of different names and every time I saw the name I'm like is this the same guy I don't understand <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah he has like four identities so I am out of all the characters I'm probably that I haven't met I think he's the one that I want to meet the most just to understand 
what it is he does in this show. <laughs> Episode 667. Right. I gotta get on it. Yeah, he's very, very easy <laughs> to keep track of. Then they made a, like a slice of life spinoff. Yeah, Zero's <laughs> Tea Time. Yeah, it's very fun. Have Oh, you've seen it? You watch it? I haven't seen the anime, but I used oh, to read okay, okay. the manga. And then there was a while where it wasn't being fan translated into English, but it was being fan translated into Spanish. So I was putting in the Spanish in the Google oh, Translate okay. and reading it that, that is way, dedication. Which was not ideal. Last time I checked, they had put those in English, so you don't have to be insane like yeah. me. But um, the the Spanish fans were much more interested in the uh, <laughs> the slice of life anime. But he gets a he gets a Shiba Inu in the zero tea time, so he has a cute little dog. Oh gosh! All right, I I got it. <laughs> Maybe I'll just skip a bunch of episodes to his introduction. All right, let's get back to the. No, no, no! You can't skip anything, Colleen. There's too much. Have you seen like? Oh my god. Have you even seen, like, the big showdown at the hospital yet? A showdown at the hospital? Like, the red versus the black versus the <laughs> blue? I don't think, I think so. Oh, hospital. Like, the clash of red and black? I think it's called. Okay, that's you not, would know. That's not if ringing any bells. The only, like, hospital thing i can remember no. there's a huge hospital story oh my gosh. okay like... i don't think so like the, no then i'm not gonna i'm not okay. gonna start like retrofitting what i actually have seen into like oh you mean is it this one let's just say i haven't okay so it's episode 491 through episode 504 <laughs> okay that's not too bad um so it's like a 20 episode or like what like yeah like 20 episode arc i mean the frieza battle <laughs> is longer than that so it's, it, it's like the longest like it's very intense very good i can't wait until we get right. to that in, i'm close <laughs> i'm close i'm like in the 400s for mid four four fight yeah so your stuff's all building to this big moment okay it better be good <laughs> After oh, you great. piped it up for me. Oh, it's like... So there's like the Desperate Revival, yep. which we've mm-hmm. covered, I think. Yes, yeah. Yes. Okay. That's like the first big leg. Oh, and shit. That, and that's like what? <laughs> you know? Six episodes? Seven? I don't, can't even remember. Yeah. And then that's like the second like, Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> wow. And then some more stuff. They go to London at some point. Yeah, so... That's a fun excursion. I've only seen them go to virtual London in movie six. (laughs) They go to actual London. There's something with tennis. Oh, Wimbledon. I like half remember this, though. Yeah, I think they go to Wimbledon. Wait, if they go to London, do they meet... um, What's his name? Hakuba? Is that his name? I don't think so. What's the point of his character, really? I don't know. He doesn't even appear in the Magic Kaido series that often. No, he's very, very odd. He doesn't do much in either. I think Goshoyama created him to be a uh, bit more I, like yeah, a found Sherlock it. Holmes. So that storyline is called Holmes Revelation. Of course it is. is. Six episodes long, so it's a shorter thing. But they built it up. They were like, is this going to be where Shinichi kisses Ron and confesses? Well, I know that's not going to happen. I'll it's way wait. too early. 
<laughs> Way too early, she says. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that kind of stuff just happened recently in yeah, the series. Okay, so. Yeah, that was like the thousandth chapter. Big fan service moment. <laughs> oh my god. Thanks for your dedication this... in reading this for a thousand chapters. Here, this we're going to throw you a ridiculous. bone and they'll have a confession. And then I was going to say, and then there was something big recently. That was, like, very intense. But I'm not sure how many episodes it was. It was, like, on a train. <laughs> I don't know. It was a big showdown on a train with the Black Organization. And you were like, oh, shit. <laughs> so so that's cool. three oh, shit moments already that you just told me about in the last five minutes. Yeah, so the big payoff for, like, 1,200 episodes is, like... A couple good <laughs> arcs, and you're like, oh shit. See, I, I the pacing might I don't be off. Oh my how god, I'm aren't just like, fans of this show. <laughs> I'm just looking at like the TV originals of like that are coming out recently. We just had a four part about like Kaiju Gomera versus Kamen Yaiba. Like, <laughs> oh my god, like where is this? This series is off the rails. I feel like. Like, fillers getting four parts. <laughs> Prologue, interlude, climax, finale. Like, Hey, Go Show and Emma needs that time to actually put together some <laughs> material. This is terrible. God, that was like 2020. There's so much more. Oh my god. There's, they're almost on 1100 now. Yeah. It's... Well, let's not forget the fact that this is probably one of the only franchises that makes a new movie every year. Yeah. Man. There's a lot going on. Alright, let's get back to this episode. And we are on Sorry. episode 220. I was going to remark, we've done a lot of coverage, but... It's a, it's a decent oh amount, yeah. <laughs> when you put it like that, and how many characters we haven't even met yet. Oh my god. Alright. So, Sangha arrives. <laughs> I got very off track after looking up Sangha. So, the estimated time of death is that morning. And his wife, Kyoko, uh, says that she left at 5am to go golfing with some friends. She says her husband came home around 3am and they're like, What? And she's like, playing Mahjong with this degenerate. And they're like, oh, that checks out. And um, they mention the newspaper next to his mill, which she says arrives at 6 a.m. So that puts his death at after 6 a.m. And it seemed that he was attacked while eating his breakfast. Kogoro is asked if he noticed anything peculiar. And he mentions that the, co uh, that the television was on, but he turned it off while they were looking for him. His wife says he watches the Hero of Sword Legend every morning at 8 a.m. And we see his massive tape collection as he records it every week and keeps a copy. <laughs> so, man, like, as many episodes he has, it's like he's recording the Detective Conan uh, anime. That's right. <laughs> if anyone's record still recording it on, you know, VHS tapes, <laughs> that that's a feat. Like, your room is probably just full of them. We then see, um, they go to check the tape recorder, and Conan asks about his LD player. <laughs> and if you're not familiar, Colleen, that's the laser disc, which is, like, so obsolete at this point. Right. 
This is like so, HD he... DVD or whatever. It like showed up for a year. And I was just... Yeah, and it was like weirdly like more popular in Japan. So it's another one of those situations. He's like, where's this laser disc player at? Um, and he notices a speaker is missing. Kegura is like, oh, it must be being repaired. <laughs> <laughs> Kegura is so quick to dismiss something that might be important. I have an obvious reason for why. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's good uh-huh. at that. Like, everyone has their strengths. The wife says that isn't the case, and Yoshikawa is like, oh, it has nothing to do with this. Let's move on. Songo then has both the wife and friend uh, have their alibis verified, and he they reveal that the wife was dropped off at 7 p.m. Songo then asks if Yoshikawa has an alibi, but he says he was sleeping. Um, but he's like, hey, I, I left a message earlier, and, I, and I'm like, hey, if I killed him, would I send a message? And they're like, yeah, probably, like, that makes more sense why you'd send a message. And he's like, oh. Yeah, so this guy was super suspicious, just continuing to be so, and, um... He's almost too suspicious. Right? I was just about to, like... Cause, because I, I know who did it in the end, I was just like, okay, I, I can see why they're doing this, I suppose. He then points out Kogoro's group, and he wonders why they're not being questioned. Songo laughs, and he says, Oh, I, I respect the famous sleeping Kogoro. He then introduces Ron and Conan, and he says, Oh, this beautiful woman, this must be the beautiful Mrs. Mori. <laughs> this but, is uh, so funny. Not quite. Oh my gosh. Songo, and he he delivers it so seriously, too. And, like, so full of life and eagerly. He's like, of course it's Mrs. Mori. <laughs> Um, but it's not Uh, Shizuka then introduces herself as an old acquaintance of Shibata that was searching for him and wanted to retrieve a photo and Conan's like oh you mean the one in his right hand shocking and uh, Sangha takes a look and it is the photo of her she confirms that it is and they wonder why he was holding it Sangha then says it might be Shibata's dying message Conan then mentions there's something under the man's body they notice it's a novel the Thunder God's Door. She then reveals, like, oh, hey, that's the book I was looking for. <laughs> Everything's Here. just falling into place. Yeah, is like, well, that's an overwhelming coincidence, but, I mean, she's beautiful. <laughs> and she knits sweaters. You know? She knits. That's the perfect hobby. She didn't say her hobby was murdering people. <laughs> like, come on. Um, and Yoshikawa mentions a strange phone call that occurred the day pr- prior, where Shibata said, This is interesting. You should come see. <laughs> Could you be more vague, dude? Um, and his wife confirms that uh, he was talking to someone on the phone while looking for a book. He then turned to a page and said, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Again. Like, you could not be more vague with, like, what you're spitting out, dude. Um, he then put it on a stack of books by the bookshelf, but they're all mess now, so we can't be sure which one it was. The police then report that they found blood on the corridor, which is where the murder started. The CSI guy takes the book as evidence and mentions that it's a ninja book with a lot of kanji. Conan asks if he's read it, and the man has, and then he whispers to him and he says, Hey, is there a character named Reiko in it? And the guy just laughs and says there's no character by that name. And Conan's like, another lie from the devious woman. Why is she lying about everything? And that's how the episode ends, Going, 
That's our first part. Yeah. Wow, what a ride. Why is this woman lying? So, it is very mysterious. Like, if you don't know the punchline, if you don't know who she is, it is it does come across as super mysterious and the fact that I know who she is and oh, I'm still well, like there you go. why is she lying about everything? Well, Conan, Conan definitely helps that part of the episode along because you're kind of forced to think of it as a big deal like okay, I guess I guess there's something wrong with this lady. Um she also doesn't uh have a lot of emotion, so like everything she says, like the fact that her you know childhood friend is lying dead on the floor, like she's just like, oh okay, well I'm gonna take my book now. Like she's very deadpan <laughs> in the face, so um yeah, she she's not um coming across as a very sympathetic character or you know innocent. Um so yeah, it's definitely kind of gripping at this point. Um and then like of course if you know who she is, then um you can maybe sometimes pick up on uh things like conan's seeing um but yeah that's that's more for the second part of this two-parter but overall i think it was a solid episode well before we get our final thoughts calling let's give some thanks to our patreon supporters shout outs to medium-sized jeffrey ryan self William Lee, Gage, and Kitty Kudo. Thank you guys for making the podcast possible. We truly we appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much. And Colleen, so you, this was the first part. You mentioned how we'll get some more payoff in the second part. And we're starting a three-part episode with some with some Hattori hijinks. Yeah. Um, so before we get to all that fun, uh, what do you think of this first part here? Um, yeah, I think it had, so just in addition to what I already mentioned, I think it had some good comedy, like Kogoro was just on fire with him, you know, trying to flirt with a pretty lady and, um, like, kind of similar to his own wife in a way, like, at least according to Ron, like, neither of them cook very well and knitting, they have the perfect hobby. So, yeah, it was just really funny that, um... To see sort of like that hypocrisy come from Kogro. Um, yeah, Sango was great. I mean, he probably delivered one of my favorite lines and thinking that she was Mrs. Mori. And like, even he was even funny when he was introducing Conan because he's like, and this little guy lives with them. And it's just like, you know, just accepted as normal. Um, but yeah, uh, but the mystery itself is kind of, well, I mean, it was interesting because like, it's gonna be a. T- I think it's a time situation here. Like, I I don't think that he's, like, the time of death is correct, or it was manipulated somehow. So that's my prediction for that piece. Um, what really threw me off though was the whole breakfast thing. Like, I don't know what time it is right now when they entered the apartment, but, um, like, it's after like seven p.m. It's very late. Okay, all right. So thank you for saying that because I thought that they had gone there earlier in the day so i'm just like how did they have time to meet and then go to the cafe and then kogoro even rented a car and like all this stuff happened and it's still what morning so yeah that i wasn't clear on what time in the day everything was happening um but uh, other than that yeah it was very late because when they mentioned that the wife got home uh was dropped off at 7 p.m they were like huh she arrived a little later okay to the house so 
maybe building some uh, suspicion there. But yeah, I thought this was a good first start. Um, I know who the character is, um, the woman is, so I'm very cu curious and invested now, like, why she's lying, because I, I was trying to put it together the whole time, and I'm like, I have no clue why, so uh, I'll be interested in figuring that out um, next time and seeing where that all lies, and I'm very excited for the uh, the next storyline, although it's kind of a mess, because the fan subs... <laughs> Never fully, like, okay, so that's going to be a mess because there's three episodes, but they got shortened into, like, a one-hour special mm -hmm. of two episodes, and the only one that ever got subbed was, like, the one-hour special, which cuts out a bunch of scenes, so I'm going to have to, like, in a, a, a helpful uh, fan of the podcast helped me find the Japanese originals, so I have access to the three original episodes with the more scenes so i can kind of get the gist of it if i compare it to the like manga mm -hmm. but god that's gonna be so much work. yeah um so we'll, we'll try to do our best to cover it it'll probably be a weird mixture of drawing from every <laughs> resource and kind of like plugging back in the scenes that weren't that were cut for the remastered version because I heard that the remastered version is kind of hard to follow because they cut so much. Oh shoot! Okay. Well, you know they because they cut like twenty up twenty minutes out of the thing. Is it just it. twenty minutes of Hattori getting hurt? <laughs> he goes through. He some does. Shit. Yeah. This is like, you know. This kind of starts the meme of him getting injured every. Yeah, time because time okay, hears. like he has been injured before, but it just felt like okay kind of like a one-off type of thing but now it's just yeah. become ridiculous so we'll have that uh soon which is very fun and the uh next code intent for the client full of lies part two is bandage so be on the lookout for that colleen a pleasure as always. Thanks for talking, Detective Conan, with me. And a, a bit of farewell to our lovely viewers. Yes, big thanks to you, Tyler, and to everyone who's listening. And remember, one truth always prevails. Bye, everyone. <laughs>